Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Leaning into anxiety, the natural feeling of having anxiety and The natural reaction to that is to turn and run away. And as you have heard us talk about on the podcast here over and over again, we talk about facing it, about actually turning and looking toward the anxiety, looking toward the fear, looking it right in the eye. Because running away from anxiety or actually anything that we are afraid of it, it feels like the most logical thing to do. We're wired like that. We are meant to be safe and to have natural reactions to something that is dangerous and to move away from those things or fight them. But often it, the best way out is to remove yourself. And that would mean to turn and run. And so talking about moving toward it actually feeling the anxiety coming up behind you and turning and looking right at it versus distracting from it versus running away from it or burying it is almost unheard of. It almost feels wrong. So let's talk more about that. Like I said, we are wired to move away from pain and it's intuitive to seek freedom from pain or perceived discomfort. Now, some of the important words here is perceived discomfort or perceived pain. We can actually start to tease some of these things out because the more we reduce our anxiety, the less pain people seem to have. It really happens. I see it over and over again. People who are not even working on pain, and those of you, I hope you're listening so you know who you are, because your pain went away. You're the people who have said to me, after you were feeling so much better and able to grasp how you were feeding your anxiety and keeping it alive, once you were able to lean into your anxiety and clear it, you noticed you had particular pain that was gone. And so what was that pain? Was it perceived? Was it a discomfort that we fed until it became larger? It's all very interesting. So I want you to pay attention. Instead of running from a discomfort or a pain or an anxious thought or 
a ruminating thought, those can make us want to run and distract, but let's try something different. Anxiety is where our gut instinct, which says run, 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 does not serve us. And when doing the complete opposite is the best action. Again, anxiety is the place where we want to check our instinct. Just play with this. Actually, you know, it feels counterintuitive, but I want you to play with it and see what your results might be. One of the reasons anxiety gets so so deep and fast is that we are working on our intuitive responses to moving away. We're not even giving this any conscious thought. We are really just doing what our instincts are telling us to do. And this puts dealing with anxiety in a category of, like I said, being counterintuitive. This is not what you feel like you should do. But I know you do this in other places in your life. So I want you to think about what this is that this counterintuitive thing is. Here's a couple of examples of when doing the counterintuitive move is the best thing to do. How about getting into the ocean when we are getting into or out of the ocean and there's a big wave coming? We don't run for the shore for safety. We we get into the wave, right? So that is one place. Another is steering toward the phone pole when you're skidding on black ice and you're heading toward a phone pole. You know, the nat- the intuitive thing would be to steer away from it, but we know that if we steer into the slide, into the skid, that it will help us gain traction so we can move out of it. And finally, this one we've probably all experienced, when your dog runs away from you and you know that to chase him, to run toward him is what you want to do to get to grab him and to get him back. That's your uh, instinct. But you know darn well when your dog has run away from you, if you run away from him, he'll turn and follow you. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So these are places where we have to use our conscious thought 
to help us find our way out. And I want you to know that anxiety is one of these instances where we will do so much better to actually turn and lean into it, as I say, or look at it, look at it right in the eye versus wanting to run away, bury it, distract from it, pretend it's not there. There's a multitude of ways of of avoiding it, but it is avoidance. And so we do well with anxiety to be upfront and clear with it and let it know that we see it. Just getting to the realization that what we need to do to heal our anxiety panic is going to feel counterintuitive and will help us make the decision to be with our anxiety much more possible. Just knowing that this is what you need to do is going to feel like a bit of a relief. Facing anxiety is best done with curiosity and if I might add, even a little humor. Let's really take this to the other end. Let's have some curiosity and some humor. Moving toward the thing that we used to run from with a new attitude, with new eyes, with an open heart and the knowledge that doing something counterintuitive is the key that will unlock our freedom. So I have some questions for you today, and I want you to either put these in your journal or maybe put them in your calendar, let them roll around in your head right now if you're driving or at the gym or walking or something, but how can you, let's take a couple of questions and see if you can actually pay some good attention to these and see what you come up with. The first one. How can you take facing your anxiety out of your head and put it into real life? You know, we get so much information day in and day out, and we have it all up in our head. But just having information and intelligence about these subjects or these problems, we don't make changes. We just are gathering information. And with anxiety and with a lot of stress in our life, often we feel like the relief valve is um, a little more information, just the right blog post or just the right podcast or an article, a news article, anything, just one more thing. Let me find one more piece of information to put in my head. So what I want you to do is to take some things out of your head and let's use this leaning into anxiety as a time where you can practice this. So how can you take facing your anxiety, leaning into the discomfort, how can you get that out of your head and into real life? And the next question is, where can you be more curious with your anxiety? And again, I wanted to add a little, where can you be humorous with your anxiety? It might be in an important place for you to be able to drop the judgment when you can use curiosity and a little humor. So where can you be more curious or humorous with your anxiety? In other words, like, where can you lighten up? We're so hard on ourselves and we take 
everything to heart and everything so seriously. Each pain that we feel or body sensation becomes bigger than life because we've lost our sense of curiosity. And we've certainly, at least I know in my case, I had lost my sense of humor. So in order to lean into your anxiety, in order to look it in the eye, you're not only going to have to be courageous, but you're needing to be curious. So where can you be more curious with your anxiety? And the third question I have for you is what will a counterintuitive move look like for you? What can you think about that might be an instance or a situation where you can do a counterintuitive move? I know there's another podcast. I don't have the number in front of me, but there's another podcast on doing the opposite. And it's along the same lines here as leaning into. And so maybe you can come up with a few ideas of your own counterintuitive move and what that might look like for you. Because if you can think about it ahead of time and maybe add it to your journal or even write about it, but jot it down and see a couple of ideas. And that way, when it comes up in your day, you're going to be able to reference it a little bit faster and say, ah, this is where I can lean in a little bit. I can sit with the discomfort just a little bit longer. I can look at this squarely in the eye and see it, even though it gives me butterflies in my stomach or makes my heart pound. I don't need to run away from it. Why? Because I know what it is, because I have experienced this numerous times. And I understand that when I am looking at this situation squarely, and my heart is pounding, that's because I'm looking at an anxious situation. And I'm going to be with it, lean into it, as I say, and just hold on in that place for just a little bit longer. It's like working out or doing weights or running or anything where we've had to push ourselves just a little bit further. We kind of go to our point of exhaustion and then just one more just one more minute, just one more moment before I close down. And you're going to be surprised how much you can actually push the envelope on this and really become someone who is able to lean into your anxiety. So what is one counterintuitive move look like for you? And a journaling exercise for you for when you have done this, I want you to be able to write down what the anxious situation was, and how did it feel for you to actually look it in the eye rather than turning away and avoiding it or burying it or distracting from it? Again, I talk about distraction being a good tool in some situations, but it is not serving us in the long run. Obviously, it's a great thing when we have to get through a very challenging situation, but there are times where we do have the resources, time, and energy to lean into our anxiety, and I want you to play with that. When you have done it, journal about it. Write it down. 
make sure that you give yourself that pat on the back for being able to stay with, to, to be able to lean into your anxiety. Be willing to let the emotions and the sensations that rise, let, be willing to let them come. They cannot hurt you. And now for today's quote. To listen is to lean in softly with a willingness to be changed by what we hear. And that's from Mark Nepo. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.